Welcome. Our vibe. Welcome. What up? What, up, what is up? Thank you, everyone, for hanging in there while we figured out our time. There's a little bit of a miscommunication, but we are here, your favorite three cryptid creepy people. We I are. was early. You guys said I was late, but we thought so, you were so, so, so we're we're changing bobby's cryptid quarter time to 6 30 instead of six because we, you, we used to do it at 6 45 but that's a weird number to start at so, so 6 30 and so it's better for bobby because he has stuff going on so that'll be our normal time <laughs> before we start i do want to say happy birthday to pragmatic pragmatic partner um i know you're not watching anymore but when you go back and watch this tell her we said happy birthday sick absolutely awesome. yeah goat vogue all right, uh, Bobby, Bibby, what are we here for today? Oh, we're just gonna jump right into it. Yeah, we're just gonna jump right into it. We have, we have, we have no show and tell. We have no guests. We are strictly cryptids tonight. Well, it's funny you say we're strictly cryptids because tonight we're gonna be talking about the melon heads, where that connotation uh, <laughs> actually pretty debatable. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one of those ones that. Like when I suggested we do melon heads, you guys were like, what is that? But like if you go to yeah. the region where they're known, it seems like it's like, oh, yeah, of course, the melon heads. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and the melon heads are ones that are f that kind of dwell in that line, that blurry line between cryptid and urban legend. Mm. Um, and granted, a lot of cryptids, you know, do this. Um, but this is very specific to more or less three locations hyper specific to three locations so ohio michigan and connecticut um whereas like you, you my i guess my point is you have things like bigfoot or even like you know aquatic cryptids that are found all over the world and you have so many accounts and so many uh you know su such an emphasis on the investigation part of it all where you know the phenomenon of that kind of outshines the specific origins and stories and legends itself um, whereas urban legends, I would argue, especially in this case, kind of take on a life of their own where the legend um, grows and morphs and, you know, gets co-opted and gets applied to various uh, like a big giant viral game of old school telephone. Um, so all that being said, the melon heads are more or less, I would argue, like 20 percent cryptid, 80 percent urban legend or folklore. Any mm -hmm. thoughts so far, ladies? I was like, I'm, so far I have to agree with you because one thing I did in my research was I realized that they're not necessarily cryptids because cryptids are more an animal, a species we don't know about, but these tend to be experiments gone wrong, children with the disease, uh, stuff like that. And that doesn't necessarily scream cryptid to me. Yeah, and as I was, mm -hmm. um, as I was researching the melon heads this afternoon, 20 minutes ago, um, I was like, this would be a great cryptid for Halloween time, but it's not. Mm -hmm. It's more closer to Valentine's Day now. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm leaning more towards urban legend. All right, I think you know, can, like, like just I think urban legend, way ahead of cryptid. Yeah, we're getting we're, way yeah, ahead yeah. of ourselves here. Well, okay, okay. I, okay. I agree. Uh, um, and and we'll kind of we can let the audience decide and all that. We'll factor sci-fi that at the end and all that stuff. But I just wanted to ask you guys, like, what, you know, how do you define an urban legend? Like, what does that mean? Ooh, so an urban uh, legend to me would be like a, a community that has a story that they tell to scare the children and youth of the area from doing something. Maybe, yeah. Mm, That's yeah, my definition. Something. I would yeah. say just passed down story of something that's creepy but it's just a story and normally with with all urban legends it seems like it depends on who you talk to you know it's like oh that he had a claw he knocked on the door no he had a claw and he stomped by the door that kind of thing whenever yeah, it's something so creepy and it varies can you get urban please? legend Babe. yes um so it i mean i i think that it's like Something that obviously, like I'd mentioned earlier, kind of snowballs and morphs to its own. It's always like, you know, your cousin's sister's former roommate. It happened to and you swear by that kind of thing. There's no real like corroborating evidence at all. It's just like kind of in the zeitgeist. 
So it can be everything from like, you know, the kid that put pop rocks in a Coca-Cola and like his like blew up. He like blew up or whatever. Uh, have right. you heard that one? Mm -hmm. Or yes. it could be something more um, uh, like hyper specific monster related, whether it be the man in the in the back seat with the hook or. Yes. Head. I, I, yes. I always think heads. of I know what you did last summer. If anyone like I love those old 90s horror films. So or, like or urban. And legend. I know what you did last summer and or, or urban legend. Yeah. Urban legends. Yeah. <laughs> I was just talking exactly. about that. That post scream pre saw era of the nineties. That's my horror. shit. That's like my mm -hmm. phase. My, right. My, not to go off on a tangent, but a friend of mine and I, I'd never been a big fan. I mean, I haven't seen him in so long, but like a friend of mine's like a huge, and I respect his opinion. He's like a huge fan of Final Destination, the whole Final Destination series. Mm. Interesting. So I need to revisit. Yes, those, I know I what you did last summer. But that's what I loved about I know what you did last summer is in, in the the scene where all they're all together. It's like they're trying to tell the urban legend of the guy with the hook. And it's like ev there's four of them and they all have a different version. It's like it's, different it's version. Basically yeah. the same thing, but they all it's like the details kind of slip around and that to me is an mm -hmm. urban legend where and, there has to be something underlying that has to be a little bit of truth that's what i was Maybe gonna ask you do you story? think that it's it's like a basic foundation is generally found in truth or do you had some you know old timer really good storyteller and and then the people were kind of enthralled by the story and got passed down like i think it could be a little bit mm. of both but i think a lot Same. of these are based somewhat Same, yeah. in truth yeah, um, I think it's a good point. Truth, but it's I think what it is, it's like that game of telephone. Like the more and more the story gets told, the details get slightly different. Or like as it right. happens to people, people remember slightly different things. So I think that it's always all based in some sort of truth. I think it's just like how much it gets skewed from that point. Yeah, yeah like with the <laughs> pop rocks me. and soda pop thing, like just using that as an example, like I'm sure there was some kid that did that and like got really gassy or sick or something. And like got yeah. sick or something. It yeah. got embellished like as it got. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Willy Wonka. Well, Jamie and I always talk about like you create your own reality kind of thing, right? And I think that we've all talked about when there's something possibly that doesn't exist, but when we all collectively agree and we're telling something over and over and over again, who's to yeah. say that it does not then manifest? Yes, so maybe how... it started off as something totally out of the realms but then because it's been passed down and there's some people that are afraid some people that get excited therefore you're putting different types of energy into the story and it's being repeated over and over again who say that we don't like literally speak these kinds of things into existence so urban legends are almost like micro tulpas or micro agregores right like if there's a consensus among like a network of people yeah. Even if it is acknowledged to be mythology, like on some level, we're going to get into some of these kind of eyewitness accounts. And you'll notice that they always like kind of preface. We're like, this is what I always heard they were. And then they go on to describe what it is they mm -hmm. saw. And I thought that was interesting because it's like, okay, you're projecting what you've assumed that's within the geographical region as to what this thing could be, because that is the first place your mind goes. And I guess it makes the most sense or whatever. And that's where you got to have to kind of like really try to factor sci-fi your way through this stuff. Um, and then, you know, you can get another theory. I think we could come up with some other theories as to what this might be that have, it hasn't really been explored. But. Ooh, okay. You know so I feel like we've, we haven't even. We've we really even... built it up. Yeah, we've yeah. really mm -hmm. built it up. So let's like get into your some fucking of the intro. potatoes. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. We haven't just even talked bit. about what these things are, though. Um, well, let me just give you the, 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 the Webster's dictionary definition of an urban legend, an often okay. lurid story or anecdote that is based on hearsay and widely circulated as true. The urban legend hearsay. of alligators living in the sewer. Oh, that's a good one too. So that shit happens also, in Florida. Also called an urban myth. Um, so bef let's, let's go over the basics of what a melon head is before we get into the more dominant legends behind it. What is this thing? Bigfoot piss. Okay. I'm drinking. Yeah, it's not, not far off, to be honest with you. Damn it. Damn it. Fuck. Uh, yeah. So I think this picture on the left actually is a child with a medical um, condition called 
hydrocephalus. It's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like syphilis, but it's like hydrocephalus. Where like cerebral fluid builds up too much in your head. Would you keep it? Would you keep it? Yeah, of course. Keep it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a post birth thing too. Yeah, it's like after birth. It's not in birth. I definitely wouldn't. I wouldn't. Is that a hate crime? I yeah, I was like, <laughs> I think that's a That's never going to get old. Hate crime in the fucking first episode. Jesus Christ. So this uh, right here is a picture that's more traditional of what it looks like. Correct, Bobby? Yeah, yes. humanoid, humanoid creature with large, bulbous, or deformed heads that are said to inhabit the woods, dirt roads, and countrysides of Ohio, Michigan, and Connecticut. Yes, babes. Right? Hydrocephalitis. Is that what that person just said? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, well, and Pride Magic says that uh, he looks like Crowley's lamb. Yeah, lamb. It totally does. Um, a lot of this information, I just want to give a shout out because I will be reading directly from some of the articles. It comes from. Wow. You guys have some me. really great <laughs> members of the audience. Yeah, They're on our level. Jesus I always lose my crush. train of thought when you do that shit. Um, so a lot of this info comes from CryptidWiki, WeirdUS.com. And I'm always hesitant to reference Wikipedia. But I think if it's an urban legend, it's given like you what we just to. talked about, what like an urban legend to. is, yeah. Wikipedia has got to be some sort of like... Urban legend, contemporary yeah. urban legend generator on the internet. Mm -hmm. So, hundred percent, yeah. Or even cr creepy pastas and things like that. So, uh, let's go to Michigan first, okay? You got a picture okay. of Michigan there? It's the one that I looks don't, like a mitten. I don't. You know, I, I didn't know that the Upper Peninsula was Michigan until I was like twenty. Well, I mean, I do. I have, I have this one. We can add. I don't know story. shit about Michigan. I thought that that was like Canada. The triangle. Until I was very old in life. Yeah. Okay, so Michigan. We're going to start in the middle here. Um, <laughs> Now, the melon heads of Michigan are said to reside around Felt Mansion, which is in the southwest town of Lake Township, Michigan, right on the coast there of Lake Michigan. Uh, one story suggests that they were children with hydrocephalus. Cephalitis. Uh, who lived at... Now, I want you guys to be... You know, mental mental notes of all the motifs we're going to go through because there's a lot of consistencies here. Um, lived at the <laughs> junction, the junction insane asylum. After enduring physical and emotional abuse, they became feral and were released into the forest surrounding the asylum. Um, mm -hmm. Official historians of the Allegan County Historical Society insist that this asylum never actually existed. Yeah, it was never there. It was a jail. There was actually a prison there. Now. You know, they kept a, prison, a, prison. A, a prison and an asylum. We're thinking, I'm, I'm assuming that's the other thing I noticed. Potato, about this. potato. I well, yes, in the potato, early mid century, potato. the 1800s, even there's really not much different there if there is even now, but even more so back then. But, mm -hmm. um, that's the other thing I noticed is like I couldn't pinpoint a certain time frame on mm -hmm. this, on this, uh, on legend. any of these stories. That's the thing, all of the research there was never. Like a lot of the things when we do the cryptids, there's like specific dates and there's times mm -hmm. and locations. And this is like the general area and there's no times or dates or references. And I think that's why I know two I know two different stories that have dates, but they're like okay. rough. They're like years. So that's like, yeah. You know. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. It, none of it's super pinpointed. There's not a lot of date information when it comes to this urban legend. The closest I found um, is I found one guy that tried to, and we'll talk about Dr. Crow in a moment. Yes, he tried Dr. to Crow. check. He tried to check the records of the 30s and 40s to see if the guy existed, uh, to which he couldn't find anyone. Mm -hmm. So that's another red flag. But the point is, I had a, I had a really hard time. Usually, they're very. It's like the first thing they tell you is like the spring of like 1947. Even the Bell Witch. When we talked about the Bell Witch, that has. You know a time frame on it. This doesn't seem to as there's much. a book. This there's not a book on this, but yeah, we're talking about the Felds Mansion. Yeah, right now we are the the Michigan side of things. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, the mansion so, that's some... in Ottawa County. Okay, that was uh, also the same tribe area where like the triangle, like the tribe, uh, the 
Native American tribe was. Remember oh, yeah. when we where's talked like about the, the where's like the serpent, the serpent mound? Is that in <clears> Michigan? Do you remember that? It was the Ottawa tribe when we talked about the the triangle there in Michigan. Mm -hmm. The um what's it called? Um do, Bobby, you remember what I have the no triangle idea area I, I'm usually in Michigan. up on my paranormal we did the tr There was the triangle, the, the bent water. Bent Bridgewater. Water? Bridgewater. Bridgewater triangle. The the tribe that's there in, was like the Ottawa's. Yeah, but that's further east. I guess Connecticut can kind it's of. Michigan. No, Bridgewater triangle is like Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Southern Massachusetts. 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 Oh, Massachusetts, Sorry. Michigan, Wrong again, tomato, Bree. potato. So oh it's interesting. The God. BB goat says, what if uh, this, the grays are just a government experiment gone rogue? So that's interesting because that's one of the theories of what this is as well. It's you want not to take that right away? That. Jamie, do you have uh, any uh, beats on that? It, it, well, I, it's just, it's the tall tale sign that I think mm -hmm. of all conspiracy theories where, where it starts off. And I believe Ohio specifically is where this is like a big conspiracy theory is that it's governments who have government done experiment this. of the gap theory. Exactly. It's government. <laughs> they were experimenting on people. The people escaped and now they run feral. Another uh, variant of it is that it's government and the government didn't know what to do with them. So they dropped them there in that specific area. But the whole point was that the government did these experiments specifically to their brains in these areas. The lobotomies made them stupid. So they attack, but they're slow. To they're be fair, like, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me if that were the truth. And then, if you get into stuff, even stuff like Bigfoots, a lot of them are like, yeah, I had property outside of this like military base and there were these mm -hmm. like monkey men running around and shit. Mm -hmm. Damn. And there it's always like the the super paranormal ones too. It's like the ones that have like the predator poking <laughs> abilities and stuff. But anyway, um, one story suggests um, as far as the Michigan accounts go or the Michigan lore goes, um, mm -hmm. that the children actually lived in the mansion itself, but eventually... They did end up taking refuge in the nearby cave systems after murdering their doctor and dismembering his body and hiding the pieces of his body. All over the mansion. All over around, the mansion. Around the mansion. Mm -hmm. I like that one. Uh, there are multiple uh, bad horror B-movies based on this, which is a, a perfect setup for one. So that's that's the very interesting, too, because every single state who claims to have a... Uh, like the, the mm -hmm. claim to fame for this uh, folklore, legend, cryptid, whatever we're calling it right now, also has mm -hmm. a movie about its for, for, folklore yeah, you, and legend. They almost, that's a good word. They almost try to stake a claim on it. They're like, we're planting our Michigan flag into this. This is mm -hmm, ours. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or, um, but let's segue into Ohio. That's just an Anunnaki skull. I was like, that one, it was up there. I was like, that was an interesting one that they were trying to, again, but Anunnaki and these small things are very interesting that they have some similarities. Actually, we also forget to mention that, yes, they they tried to kill the doctor or whatever, but then I've what I heard from all these stories underlying of everything is that then they were basically left to the woods. Yeah. They had nowhere to stay, so they ran into the woods, turned to cannibalism, started breeding with each other we will get there and they got weird well we gotta yeah, mention so that let's just um let's just make a little list so far we have uh, some sort of abuse situation in like a confined institution mm -hmm. um some sort of escape from that is is really what i'm gathering so far uh if we move over to ohio the bulk of the stories are traced to kirkland which is a suburb of cleveland Mm -hmm. um, and very similar to the Michigan lore, um, it's actually a group of orphans this time who were experimented on by a this shady figure. Dr. Crow comes in. Known as Dr. Crow. Again, uh, no one's really been able to confirm whether or not this guy existed, but apparently legend has it the experiments um, were stuff like lobotomies, apparently injecting more fluid into their brains um, to the point where they developed large hairless heads and malformed bodies. Um, and again, much like the Michigan story, eventually the children killed Crow and retreated to the woods. And there's also another story of, uh, that was a little bit more lighthearted in a sense, but mm -hmm. it was that Mr. Crow had a wife 
Mm-hmm. And the wife ended up caring for the kids and really like took them under her wing and shielded them from the world. And that when Mrs. Crow died, the kids like went crazy and mm-hmm. uh, in the fuss of it ended up accidentally burning down the, the house that they lived in with Dr. Crow inside of it as well. And all of the kids and him ended up dying. And what actually haunts the woods are not the physical beings of the, um, the, the melon heads, but the ghosts of them. Mm. We're Ohio, so now we're laying right? a, a layer Ohio. of ghost, ghost stuff on. Um, you gotta remember uh, too, like, and I'm not sure if I, I, I'm sure it's not an original theory, but I would I would imagine that like in certain time periods when you had children or people with like deformities or mental mental illnesses or things like that, like the community would just like sh- if not kill them, like shun them off to the woods. Um, yeah, or like. Exile. You, you, yeah, you exile them, and then these, you know, and it's sad or whatever, but, like, these uh, figures out in the woods would kind of, uh, legends would grow around them, They were, but they, ultimately they were just, you know, people that were rejected from the community that had some sort of condition. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, this is almost kind of a, almost reminiscent of that in a more contemporary context, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a, a story that I read uh, in 2001, Mm -hmm. that this person named Tony went out with his family to try to look for these melon heads out there in Ohio. And um, he basically went out at night looking for the damn things. And it was like a dark and creepy, scary road. And they didn't find anything. So he flipped a bitch and went back home. But then they noticed that there was a very creepy creature that was next to the car. And as he sped up, the creature kept up with the car. And this creature also had a giant, weird-shaped head that they basically think is exactly the basic description of a melon head. The Mm. only difference in this overall description was that it wasn't a small creature. Like, um, (laughs) take a little step there. We had to, um, now I can't say melon. Uh, it was the basic. (laughs) Oh, did I have to drink? (laughs) It was the basic description (laughs) of said heads. Um, the only difference here was that they weren't small. Said heads. Said heads. Uh, he surmises that this creature was about five, seven. So almost six feet tall creature Mm -hmm. that looks identical to the description of melon head. And so it was like identical, but super tall. And so they were like, what the fuck? All, all of these description of, of these said heads are very short and creepy and like, But this thing was tall. It was six, almost six feet tall, running alongside of the car. And this was in 2001. And I mean, that's another one of those things we notice a lot is like people always want to throw these cryptids for going the cryptid route uh, in the like the flesh and blood camp a lot of times. Um, But there's like multiple stories of like similar things with, you know, Bigfoots, Mothmen, Dogmen, all that shit. Like it's like this thing looked relatively you know natural not something i'd ever seen before but you know a physical creature but for whatever reason it could keep up with my car (laughs) yeah i mean i don't know if it was i mean that was just one of the stories or whatever but i imagine that even if it was something that evolved eventually it would be tall you know Mm -hmm. if this happened way back then eventually um you know, that's like how evolution works, I think. I would imagine it to be tall. But, th- I mean, who knows? This person Maybe goes this out just and like tells the, a story. This is just the Shaquille O'Neal or the Kimbe Mutombo of Melon I mean, 5'7". Mm-hmm. Not that yeah. tall. I, I, I think they're probably around the size of, like, a shorter human, in like, generally speaking. 
Yeah. Like, uh, like maybe Just like human on the sugar upper side. fours, lower fives kind of thing. Yes, um, Jerry is not here. So top heavy though. I don't know how you walk around with that with that noggin and not just like fall on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I do so it every day. I'm fine. You we get a little bit different, but still relatively a lot of the same themes in Connecticut. Um, this is generally focused around Fairfield County, um, another asylum for the criminally insane. Apparently, mm-hmm. burned down in 1960. And there were about 10 to 20 inmates that went unaccounted for after the fire. Uh, so the legend states that the Melonhead's appearance is a result of them having to, like you had mentioned earlier, Bree, uh, resorting to cannibalism in order to survive the harsh winters of the region. Um, inbreeding, which is something we see. Uh, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, if you want to go the skeptic logical explanation, like, I mean, I've seen Deliverance, man. That shit, it like, or the wild, wonderful whites of West Virginia. Like, there are people out in the out in the hall. I love that, them. Oh my god, you've seen that. I know exactly too. what you're talking about. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly it's not family. it's not yeah. unheard of in human history that you that know that was in the '60s, right? The form, the wild, wonderful whites of West Virginia. No, 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 no. The um, the burning of the uh, oh yeah, the yeah, place. The, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In the 1960s, yep. So that, that's an, I mean, yeah. just imagine how many, yeah. how many, um, like lines of family do you think it takes to produce a really defected human <laughs> and incest? I, I don't know. Cause I don't think it would be the first go. I think the first go is generally a little off mentally, I would guess. Right, but not but like melonhead status. No. But that could easily be nurture over nature as well, because I mean, your your mom and dad had relations, kind of fucked mm-hmm. or whoever. Yeah. Um, so you're probably coming from an unstable environment in general, but who knows? And uh, I think what's yeah. interesting, what's also interesting about Connecticut too, is. They're not saying that it's children, perhaps, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. aren't saying that experiments happen to them. So they'll say that that's the one thing different about Connecticut when it comes to the story is you don't have a lot of instances of like these are abused children who were sick and had experiments on them. It's more the route of these were just people and mm. stuff happened and they turned into these type of people and now these people exist. Yeah. And in 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 this this mix between like this Connecticut especially is interchangeable with like asylum versus prison. Um, it, you know, it gets told around campgrounds, inmates versus That's patients, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. It's almost like a cropsy thing in a, in a weird way, um, which was like a serial killer. And I want to say New Jersey. That was <laughs> Okay, so this is the best comment ever. Christopher Mellon comes from a whole line of <laughs> Fuck, I love that. One. Hi, Cassie. Thank two. you, babes. So I believe that that's two that we're going to have to do on that one. Oh, fuck. Okay. Mm. So probably the most unique uh, version of the uh, origin of the Melonheads is a Connecticut one uh, where it's claimed that they're actually descendants of a colonial era family from Shelton yeah. Trumball who were banished after accusations of witchcraft, um, causing them to retreat to the woods. As with the first version of legend, this variation attributes to the appearance of the melon heads to inbreeding. Um, and they allegedly prey upon humans who wander to their territory. Um, yeah. You know, and it gets into that archetype of like, like we were saying, I mean, the whole, there's a whole horror genre, exploitation horror genre of like, you know, evil, crazy rednecks in the woods. Like, uh, even the uh, Hills of Eyes, they look the like Eyes, which is based on a real family in Scotland. I was like, would you guys consider that? Like, um, would that be like a hate crime against them? Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre, totally. Hills Have Eyes. All that Not kind even of Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw, no, he put he would take their face and pull it over. So it wasn't that's not like he was actually deformed. No, I'm no, I'm talking more about like just the the 
like derelict family off in the country because the whole family from it's like a it's like a thing right it's like a but you're uh, telling me that the hills of ice was based off of a real family yeah more or less inspired by a scottish family i can't remember the name of them off the top of my head but Mm -hmm. yeah look into that That that's that's, that'll fuck you up uh, I'm so only, yeah, I'm, the shunned. That'll make your pussy wet. Uh, that'll make your pussy wet. I hope not. <laughs> okay. That'll make your pussy grow an extra eyeball. <laughs> no, that'll make your pussy throb. That's what it is. An extra eyeball, like it already comes with one. Jesus fuck. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Bobby. I haven't hung out with you guys in a while. I was like, I know you forgot what it's like. It's been a, it's been a long break. You're like pussy eyeballs. I'm like, all right. I'm gonna have a drink. Yeah, baby. So far. Every time you say pussy eyeball. No, every um, time we say uh any <laughs> any more thoughts on the on the origins here, ladies? No, hmm. I think that I think that we've assimilated that there's many different stories. There's also a very big thread of similarities throughout all of them. Yeah. I think at the core of it, there's a lot of different variations of this story, mm -hmm. which is, I think, what we talked about in the beginning, what an urban legend or a myth kind of is, is all these different variations. So let's talk about... <laughs> what? Go ahead, go ahead Bree, sorry. Oh, I was laughing at a horror show. Oh, okay. Um... I think that the oldest story that we know is probably the close. I don't know. Is that ages to feel like the story that we can find that goes like the farthest back is probably the most accurate. I mean, they could probably fake number like time frames or whatever. It might be the opposite of that. You think it's the, the closest I, I feel to like us more recent, that's more accurate? I think more recent events are more uh, easily corroborated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but everybody like likes to get and... attention nowadays. Like it's not That's true. So they did back, like back then. then you... Yeah, but not like now. Like people That's true. Fake they didn't the have dumbest shit TikTok now. back then. Exactly. Um, didn't have yeah, to think I... about followers and attention mm -hmm. like that. As <laughs> you guys stream like seven times a day. I know, right? <laughs> it doesn't have to do with anything. <laughs> We're not faking things over here. No, I didn't say that. Um, okay, so let's talk about different variations because, like I mentioned in the beginning, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. go into some more or less eyewitness accounts. But a lot of these folks like preface their account with their own version of how they understand the the lore of the Melonheads. Um, so again, all of these are off of. I highly recommend the site, by the way, weirdus.com. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Probably read them. It and that's the is that the same people who put on all the different books of like the weird ohio i believe or so weird, yeah weird new jersey where they go and they went and they eat so you can go to this book look yes. by state and all these crazy stories that come out of all of these locations yes i'm a big true fan of urban theory. stories cryptids aliens like all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. yeah if you want to get into like the hyper specific stuff that's not just a kind of bite-sized overview like what we do like check that book out or mm -hmm. those books out, that whole series. And the website's really awesome, too. But this one's called uh, Animal Corpses Mark Trail Through Melonhead Woods. Um, I live in East Lake, Ohio, not far from Kirtland. I've heard many stories and seen many things in the woods of Kirtland. I've seen the burnt shack of Dr. Crow and saw the chain that the Melonheads hung its dead corpse from. So this guy's already, like, bought in. He's like, yeah, this is part of our town history, right? Um I could say as one person that the melon heads are in fact real. Close by Kirtland, there is a small castle for picnics and barbecues. I don't know what a picnic barbecue castle means, but we'll go with it. Um, and miles of hiking trails. When you walk down these trails, you can see some mutilated animals in the deep parts of the woods. I've been hiking in the backwoods for as long as I can remember. Not one time while strolling have I not seen a small dead animal and mutilated corpses and bones. That could, that doesn't mean, as far as I'm concerned, that does not mean. Melon heads, but hey, this guy likes to have fun with it, I guess. Mutilated corpses are reminiscent of... Uh, that could go back to your uh, government experimentation theory as well. 100%. Um, you know, cattle mutilations, Bigfoots, stuff like that. Uh, okay, this one's called Bad Moon Rising over Melonhead County, or Melonhead Country. Uh, the story, as I've heard it, is that Dr. Crow 
uh, was a doctor who practiced medicine out of his house in the early eight, early to mid 1800s. Okay, so we have kind of a a date set there. Um, a little bit, yeah. He'd either been giving these kids with mental problems, but that date also conflicts with those other dates that we were looking at too. So again, this is all getting kind of muddy. Okay, um, he had either been giving these kids with mental problems or he had kidnapped some kids. Again, I've heard it both ways. He then ran experiments on them, injecting their brains with water. This caused the kids to become even more nuts and their heads to swell up like melons. Anyway, he kept them locked in cages in a green barn, barn next to his house. Now, at this point in the story, it gets a little fuzzy. Uh, either the barn burnt down in an accident or a few of the melon heads escaped or the barn is still there. I have yet to visit the old crow house, so I don't know if the barn is still standing or not. I'm more inclined to believe it burned down. So apparently there is a location where locals believe actually is the crow house or the location of the burned down crow house. Um, anyways, these melon heads still roam the area out uh, near the Holden Arboretum. Supposedly they came out only at night and it was a full moon. They're extremely vicious and will attack any humans they see. However, they have a hard time seeing. If you wear dark clothes, blacks, reds, dark greens, blues, you will be safe. If you have any bright clothes, white um or white you are a prime target is that a hate crime you guys I was like <laughs> I was like So fucking before we dope. continue, that mm -hmm. everybody keeps asking me for hate crime merch. They're like, "Can we get merch that says hate crime?" And I'm like, "Actually, that actually low key sounds Fuck great. Yeah. We should." I'd love to explain that to that's the amazing to somebody. Yeah, like as somebody walking by you, like, "Why does your shit say hate crime with electric With like, be like weird well, red ooze. Yeah, be like, we well. got, we got, we did, we got um some monies. I think oh, I was late to this because okay. it was at three o'clock and i'm sure that we were doing the mike barra stream <clears throat> that i didn't come in um from tracy mary lacy mm. oh no brian brian l said love your show oh brian oh, thank you. is he here in the chat if you're here thank you thank you much appreciate there you are andy where the fuck have you been well, hey, I forgot your 12 hours ahead. This looks cool. All right. All right. Back on track, Bobby. Back on track. Yeah. So, I mean, if you notice, these first two testimonials are basically hearsay <laughs> in and of themselves. So far, we don't have any actual eyewitnesses. This is all hearsay. I heard about this. This is how I understand it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the last part of that last one is usually they just attack deer and other forest animals. This is a story I've heard from numerous sources. I've gathered many stories from people who have been out there and from people who just know the myth. So even like this guy's like source. Nobody specific. Like, it's I like just people. Know. I've, I went out and I had a bunch of conversations with people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so here's one that's an actual experience. Um, <laughs> multiple. Ex well, this guy's claiming <laughs> to have had multiple experiences. My first experience with what I think were melon heads was on the east branch of the Chagrin River. My brother and I were driving along Mitchell's Mills and I saw a quick flash out of the corner of my eye. I looked right and saw something by a tree. It was very blurry though. I was so scared I screamed and my brother looked out of his window. What the hell was that, he said. I guess he saw it too because he turned around uh, at the spring and, and we headed back. This was near Mentor Road, which is, again, no actual description of the sighting though. These people are just like, assuming or like applying their well it must have been a melon head kind of thing uh, which makes me like think how often does this happen with like bigger cryptid phenomena and like like bigfoots but like mm -hmm. like spooky story like that was fact that was not sci-fi no that was not no um i don't think i would report a sighting if i had one of a uh no cryptid of a melon head so here's what i deleted like him i thought Jamie didn't like him. Someone told this story at a party <laughs> in the summer of 1964. So this testimonial is literally someone told this story at a party. 
Um, someone else thought they knew where the melon heads lived. So we were all crammed into the cars and headed out to find them. We got stopped by the police. Um, when they found out where we were going, they gave us a stern lecture that there was no such thing. And we should tell our friends that there were no melon heads. We were taken to the police station where we had to call our parents to come get us. Um, so <laughs> the, the fuzz is trying to uh, get you off the scented trail of the melon. Yeah, they're trying they're trying to tell you no melon heads here. You can't have melon heads. Okay, um, the first part of that actually was um, some kids were driving around one day and saw a melon head watching them from the side of the country of a country road. They stopped Ooh. and the melon head ran into the house into the woods. They followed it deep. Uh, they followed deep into the woods and they came to an old farmhouse. On the porch sat a middle-aged couple and several melon heads. The kids asked what was going on, and the man explained that he had a nuclear scientist. He had been a nuclear scientist during World War II. This is like some fucking comic book 60s horror movie shit. Um, after the war, he married, but um, the exposure to the radiation caused all of his children to be born as melonheads. We already have a, another origin story right here in just this account. Uh, the government gave him a lot of money to keep quiet and bought this secluded fa farmhouse where he could live out their lives away from, away from prying eyes. He asked the kids to tell no one what they had seen and never returned. So... All right. All right. All right. Do y'all want to do I one did. more? Yeah, do one more. Do Fuck one yeah. more. Good, because I only have yeah, one Yeah, I have things to show you guys. Perfect. Okay. Uh, my, my name is Tony, and I recently had an experience with the melon heads. It was October 5th, 2001. Is this the one you were talking about earlier, Bree? My stepfather, yep. mom, stepbrother, and me were driving down uh, Chilocate Road uh, in Charlotte. <laughs> Uh, we had been driving up and down the roads in the same area for almost an hour with no luck. We were all, we were just about to go home and we came upon a stretch of road and the, had fields on both sides and an irriga irrigation ditch running parallel with each side of the road. Just then I looked out my window and I saw him, a melon head. He or it was running along next to the ditches. Since the ditch was too wide to jump over, it was coming close, then pulling away. At the time, we were going about 45 to 50 miles an hour. Uh, the melon head was actually keeping up with us. Okay, so one of the most, like, actual claim-to-be eyewitness account throws in some wild supernatural abilities that these things have. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'm just... And that's where we get into cryptid land, I think. And I feel like mm -hmm. the more supernatural stuff is them reaching a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, there's just no. Should we just go to fact sci-fi? I think I should we. I think that we should. I think no, we've been doing this. We're from not the done beginning. here. What's the end of the story? Was that it? Well, no. Oh wait, uh, let's see what let's see what Bree has to show us about the uh, about the melon. Oh no, it doesn't have to do. It's not related. Oh, it's not related. Okay, perfect. So we'll we'll factor sci-fi this then. Okay. So I'll I'll kick it off. I'll go ahead. This is a, for cryptid wise. This is a hard sci-fi for me. This is not a real That's thing. Stuff. Yeah. Th this is this is an urban legend to me. This is not real. This is a this is a tale that you tell people, and I am going to hard one sci-fi it. So, Bree. go ahead, Bobby. Oh, Bree, Bree, go ahead. I don't think it's a cryptid, but I do think that the urban legend has some credence. I believe it. So, give me fact sci-fi. Ooh. I'm closer to fact than middle, bitch. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of in the middle with you guys. I'm probably closer to sci-fi, but not a full one. Uh, I think that these things are based in some sort of foundational, mm -hmm. original origin lore. But like any kind of eyewitness accounts, the lack of like time frame that we can put on it, uh, the various incarnations of it based on geographic region that's like the same, basically. I think there's some mm -hmm. weird shit out in the woods, like with anything else, um, that maybe these things were based on. Uh, but I think that the urban legend asset of this has outshined the reality of it quite substantially. So I think that based on everybody's ratings between the three of us, we're going to have to, I guess it's like a, it's a middle bitch, right? It's kind of in the middle. We're a middle bitch. Well, is there a sci-fi middle bitch? Is there like something? I between? believe it more only because, like, like I said, if I would would have seen 
encrypted myself, I wouldn't report it. So like we're only relying on the dates and and the you know times and stuff like that off of people that want to report. Yeah, but, but a lot of people other, don't other want to report. Compared you know? to other high strangers sightings, though, there are people that report this stuff. Unless this, this thing is just very, so like, rare and bizarre. Area, that, kinda. Yeah. But how yeah. specific is it if it's across three different states? With the same general folklore. Yeah. That's See, that's the stuff that raises mm -hmm. my red flags. Wait, but when how close are they? Because I don't know United States that well because like, I wasn't born here. They're not super so, close to each other. <laughs> There's, there's like oh, born here. <clears throat> Ohio's closer, like the West area. I've never Don't expect me to know. Michigan's I was, I was fucking born here. I was just kidding. They're not like. Although states I feel like I right, wasn't. They're not states that are right next to each other. Well, Ohio and Michigan are kind of Midwest Rust Belt. Yeah, they tomato potato. It's New England, so I don't know. It's like mm. they're so they're married. It's, a, it's like right a spackle. There. It's like a spackle. It's a spackle so, of Melanie heads. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I think we're going to... Brie, what do you have to show us? Oh. Um, so I saw this and I was like, what? Hold on. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hey. So when I saw... Praise an alien. Ella, Ramata. Um, so basically, I feel like this obviously wasn't a real cryptid. This was something that was created. And I still believe it. I'm still into it. I came across Whether created this in video. a lab or in a West Virginia shack. West Virginia. I don't know. But I came across this video. I hope I can okay. find it. Um, and I was like, to Josh last night, I was like, what the fuck is this? And he was like, it's a goat. And I'm like, this isn't a goat. This is so different. This is not a goat. Okay. So then it made me think of like, could they be creating cryptids or find something that's weird and then housing them somewhere? Like that's what made me think harder. I think as to like what a cryptid is, is it something that's created in a lab? You know what I'm saying? I have to find it. <laughs> Someone no, <laughs> I was like, there's like, like a lot going on. What kind of animal is this? Can someone tell me what this is? It's a goat. What kind of what kind um... of goat is that? No, that I think that like, is like a that's real what Josh kind of said. Goat. Josh said it's a goat, and I said, What goat? Mm, no, that looks like a cow that has some sort of facial deformity. Okay, so then that's fine, but look at all the other animals behind it because it also has the same face. What kind shape. of behind a, it yeah, that, to yeah, the right a goat to the bottom? Like 99% sure. Can you guys find a goat it? Goat with a birth defect. Andy said it's a real goat. Yeah, I'm with Andy. Well, that's, yeah, then that's why weird. are they all defected? Because it that's why it's just a certain like a breed cow. of goat. Look at a fucking Sharpay. That's a weird looking dog. Yeah, there's a lot of weird. Doesn't look like a German Shepherd. But uh, so uh, what you're getting at is what you're saying is that like they're breeding these weird creatures that people are thinking are cryptids. Is I'm just wondering. Wait, can you pause? Can you pause? Look at those big old balls hanging down there. You got big old balls. Oh yeah, zoom in on that shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. What? What? I don't yeah. believe that this is a real animal. It's a European goat. I think it's something strange. And then it just got me thinking, like, who's to say that they don't capture these weird cryptids and then try to mate them and do weird experiments on them like we have no idea what's going on out there well i'm sure that that's a possibility of something that's happening out there like you have to remember that they are like uh cloning sheep inside of like uh fake wombs and stuff now right artificial wombs so like so gross like, the weird thing why is that gross like how but that's what we as humans do we we are curious we have science and that's and the nature of our reality i think Yo, read your audience's comments. There's people that are like, that's a goat. Oh, and I'm like, 
That's what I know. I'm saying. That's I agree. I don't understand why Brie thinks it's something weird. I don't get it. I don't. I don't agree whatsoever. I don't care. I love you guys, but disagree to goat agree. Well, I mean, selective breeding is definitely a thing. There's like you know, it's like it's possible that it was exactly El Chipacabra hybrid. That's what I'm saying. All right. Hey. Not everyone like says. What about what we have For on sure. here? Is All right. that what, what, a cryptid? What's, what's... Aww. Uh, you press play? Yeah, because I was trying to start it yeah, over. Play I'm it. looking up uh, Damascus Goat, and sure enough, that's exactly what that is. Yeah, is can it you, really? Can you share screen, Bobby? Damn it. Mm, yes. Mm, yes. Mm, yes. Uh, share screen. You know what? Even if it wasn't a breed before, who's to say they didn't create it? That's what I'm getting at. It looks to me like it's something from hell. Can y'all see this? Yeah, can you make one big? <clears throat> Goats are one. so cute. This doesn't that's look from the that's video. a video. Look at that. He looks like Popeye. It's so gross. So who did they like, mate to get that ugly goat? Because all the other, other goats in the world are cute. Other know. ugly goats? Look, this one's beautiful, though. There you go. Yeah, look at that one. That one looks like that's you, Brie. There you go. That's a hot-looking that's, that's Damascus goat. That one's Brie. There you go. She's the talk of the town. Exactly. Look at those locks. Not like oh, this hell one. yeah. Not this one. Yeah. They're kind of cute one. in their own really yeah, ugly they're way. They're not. They're not they're look at this thing. I'd party with that. He'd party with like, that? Not like, not like Wyoming party with it. But you know what I mean? Uh, Wait, what does that mean, Wyoming party? Oh, never mind. Uh, here's one with like beautiful locks of ears. Look at this thing. I like how this. All is these like are normally. These are all normal goats. No, that's what some this of them thing are. Is. Look at this. Maybe thing. that's the male version. The female versions are attractive. <laughs> the Shutterstock's like, you know. selling this one. Like, if you want rights to this picture of this creepy ass goat, you got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. It looks like the end of times animal. <laughs> it does that. Uh, Beastiality. Look at these ears. Look at look at that. Look at those big floppy bunny ears. Listen. This thing's weird. What I'm getting at is, I think that they're mating cryptids with other things that are normal fucking probably what i'm oh, saying how do we cute. know i love a goat thank you i love i love you too stop oh wow look at that who put a toilet paper roll through his head that one's for you Bray. that's not me though all right, is Bobby's Barnyard Corner over yet? Yeah, I was like, are, we done? are we done with these? <laughs> We're done. All right, you guys. Thank, Thank you, you, everybody. For coming out to Bobby's Crypto Corner. We love you guys. We will not see you next week for Bobby's Crypto Corner. We're taking a week off. We love you guys. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Follow Not For Everyone podcast. <laughs>